Jeff. <laughs> Guess mine is not the first heartbroken. My eyes are not the first to wake up. It's a beautiful morning. Start shining all around. Wake up, it's a beautiful. Welcome to my world. Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Harry Hill and the too late, Martin! Where were you, you pillar? Oh and this week we've come to you from medieval Britain. Really, of course. But imagine that. Imagine that, Alan. Medieval Britain, all the lovely roast chicken eggs, eh? Mm. Velvet trousers. Mm, velvet trousers. Fur hats. Chicken legs, velvet trousers, fur hats. Not dissimilar to backstage at a pet shop boys' concert, I should imagine. <laughs> yes. Well, of course, the thing about the singer Cher, right? She's a very good singer, Cher. Very good singer. But, of course, she does have a rather cumbersome rear end, doesn't she? Hmm? <laughs> She's got that rather large rear end, and the reason for that is that's where she stores nuts and berries. <laughs> but she's gathered in the thicket, right? She's highly intelligent, Cher, isn't she? Highly intelligent like the Beatles. She knows that showbiz is very fickle, isn't it? Very fickle business, showbiz. Hmm? She's very popular at the moment. A few years' time, she might not be so popular, eh? That's when those nuts and berries will come in handy. <laughs> what are the chances of that happening, eh? Hmm? I bought a rather nice record the other day. Mike Reed sings Blur. Ladies and gentlemen, Harry Hill You're and... Too late, Martin. <laughs> Missed. This is another fruit corner with the usual bunch of nits, including half fact, half fiction, half boy, half robin, half a sixpence is better than half a penny. Little Alan Hill. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> Have you been drinking in the toilet bowl again? Harpic, stay sharp at the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> Sad little toilet duck, due to a slip of the bog brush. Only able to communicate by tapping. That's one tap for yes. Tip, tip, tip. Two taps for no. Tip, tip, tip. And the sound of a fax machine for roast the lady, roast the lady, sir. So roses round palms, very important job, isn't it? Eh? The roses round the palms. Mm, roast the lady, sir. Roast the lady. There is a mm, there is a risk, of course, when selling the rose. If the lady was to prick her thumb mm, on that thorn, she might get tetanus, mind she? Got to cover yourself these days. When I sell roses round palms, I always say, roast the lady, roast the lady, sir. There is a risk of lockjaw. It's not every speech that goes exactly according to plan. We've managed to get hold of what John F. Kennedy, or Jack, as it was known, Jack Kennedy, short for John, Jack, short for John. <laughs> Jack, short for John, we got hold of what he actually said when he was over in Berlin during the 60s. Ladies and gentlemen, I have come to Berlin, and I am proud to say to the communists and the communist system, you're not singing, you're not singing, you're not singing anymore. 
rather confrontational mood. <laughs> well, I felt a right fool this morning. Oh, yeah. Got up this morning. I meant to turn the television on, right? But I, I just did a double push. Yeah. I meant to turn it on, but I just did a double push and turned it back off again. <laughs> I like those Monge too. They're nice, aren't they? The Monge too beans. Very nice. Couldn't eat a whole one. Another sound of Suzanne Vega running towards us, but silly Suzanne, she hasn't seen the plate glass window. Morning at the diner on Fancy running with a tray of hot tea like that. Mm. Mm. Nasty when that happens. Best thing of that, of course, is a little bit of the life-saving antiseptic cream. Savlon. No, you know when you're watching the telly, right? You're watching the telly, you're thinking, Oh, who's that? What's his name? What have I seen him in? Hmm? Hmm? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Hmm? I find the best way to remember a star's name is to associate with it something from a fast food outlet. Right? <laughs> so, chicken in a bun, Clive Dunn. <laughs> Whopper meal, seal. <laughs> There's just two of them for you. <laughs> you can wear the rest out yourself. <laughs> more humorous than an old bloke wearing makeup and a big red nose falling over in some muck. <laughs> That's right. Let's find out what's going on backstage at the big top as we join the clowns in our sometimes soap clown for two not not. How did it been going out there? Many laugh? You hear many laugh? Ah! What is it, does it, that it is that a clown got to do these days? Ah! Jeez. Is something else bothering you, Tony? Don't use my real name. Coco! There is something, Jojo. I have been seeing the bearded lady. Romantic attachment. <laughs> But you know it, she's seen Johnny Nook, a human cannonball, flying through air, landing with bump. Oh, my head! I can't help it. Nicky Knocker and me, it's love, Chow Chow. <laughs> what if Clown Union find out? They'll be held to pay. Who cares? Tell it to the birds. I am in love! Coco, come back! It's Ben Kingsley, Clown Union. <laughs> We've heard rumours of nicking Johnny Nooker's nookie, Nicky Nucker. Oh, Coco! Isn't it that? Oh dear, fancy Coco having an affair with Nicky Knacker, the bearded lady. Do you think Johnny Nook will find out? It's very. Mm. Put yourself together, Harry. It's just a soap opera. They're not real people. Oh, sorry, I. It's just so convincing, though, isn't it? Those. What? <laughs> thorough characterizations. Well, very nice. good, aren't they? <laughs> get caught up in it every week. Do you remember when Dad went out with that bearded lady? She had a big beard, didn't she? Well, I say beard, less of a beard, more of a moustache, really. Big, black, bushy moustache, shaved head, tight leather trousers, Harley Davidson... You're belt. right, Harry! What was her name? Leave uh, it! Frank, that's right. <laughs> Regular fries? Alan Price. <laughs> well, there's a time in the affairs of men when his thoughts turn to chickens. And it was with this uppermost in his thoughts that the singer, Bert Kwok, Approached us, looking for somewhere to build his nest, to attract a chicken, with, of course, the promise of all the lovely eggs. Now, I don't eat the whites, and Bird, he don't eat the yolks, so 
it seemed the perfect scenario for him to come and join us here in the fruit corner. So welcome him now, Mr. Bert Quark. How are you cock-a-doodle doing? How's the nest? Uh, this week, Harry, I had the inside of the nest art text, and I've put up a partition wall to allow the chicken some privacy. Joy, you, Joy, any, any sign of that chicken yet? Uh... Uh, no. Oh. I received the wire from an interested chicken. A chicken wire, yes. <laughs> an interested chicken in Rill. Who asked for details and a photo, and she set sail by boat within the week. I think that if we're compatible, she could be the chicken for me. But you, you wouldn't just, would you? Oh, certainly, Harry. Let me just crack my knuckles. <laughs> and just one last one. Little hen, when, when, when will you lay me an egg for my tea? Hey, little hen, when, when, when will you try and supply one for me? Good, caught there. Picture the scene, if you will, 1945. The young Jimmy Savile playing in the playground. <laughs> nothing, nothing! <laughs> he trips and falls, grazing his knee. The tears quickly start to fall. And some of the tears fall on that graze. And that graze appears to start miraculously healing. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how the life-saving antiseptic cream, Savlon, was... <laughs> oh, no, I'm coming over all. Oh, 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 oh. Good evening, I'm Zainab Badawi, and here is the news. Supermodel Kate Moss has run into problems in Paris today. She keeps falling down the cracks in the pavement. Her agent has been forced to carry her around in a muslin bag. Obviously, that would be a muslin with a very fine weave. <laughs> and finally, there was egg on the face of a man today in an egg-throwing competition, where you had to throw an egg and try to get it on the face. <laughs> That's all from me, Zenomadawi. Good night. Oh, what am I? Oh, dear. I just... oh, oh, dear. Harry has had another one of his Badawi attacks. What am I going to tell him? Do I tell him the truth and risk a setback? What? Do you, all that... Oh dear, Harry's having a day. I can hear what you're saying, all right. I do like the clothes in Burton, sorry. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Harry, what is it now, Martin? I, hmm? Sorry about missing the intro at the start of the show. I do still get paid, well, don't Of course I? you don't get paid, unless you utter the contracted phrase, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Harry Hill and the family Hill. Please welcome <laughs> Harry Hill. I'll try and get it there. <laughs> It's just that I haven't had an onion for so long. I'm beginning to get cold turkey. Stuff it! Stuff it, cold turkey! <laughs> well, that is the best joke of the series. 
Well, my butler has had some rotten luck, I tell you. He's had some really bad luck. Over the last 18 months, both his mum and his dad have died. Yes, they both died. On top of that, one night he came home from work and found his wife in bed with his best friend. That caused a heart attack. He had a heart attack, fell down the stairs, landed on and killing his old dog, Sid. So I sacked him. <laughs> you don't want that sort of luck rubbing off, do you? Hey? We'll take more care of you, West Germany, West Germany. We'll take more care of you, West Germany. <laughs> Eat in or take away, Muriel Gray. <laughs> Two hours I was waiting for that television to warm up. Alan, what's your favourite book? Student's Diary, 1983. <laughs> I wonder if Acapella and Marty Pellow ever got together to form a group where they'd ever do any numbers Acapella. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... You're Harry. too late, Marty. Here, Harry, why don't we fax little Alan over to that chicken in Rill? See if we can get things sped up a bit here. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, little Alan, to real of all the cock and mamey stupid ideas I ever. He'd never, he'd never fit in the paper feeder, would he? <laughs> what, what if we got Finsbury Park to flatten him out, nice and, <laughs> nice and thin? Do they mean me? They surely do. Yes, it's Finsbury Park. I can't flatten a boy out and fax him to Will. I'll have the social services on me back like a ton of bricks. I don't want back trouble at my time of life. Well, you, you prepared Wiener Schnitzel. I know, Harry. It throbs like Mary L every time I try to go to the toilet. <laughs> eh? Sorry, what did you say, Harry? You could hammer him out like a veal of scallop. Veal of scallop, Jasper Carrot. No, no, it doesn't, that doesn't work like that, Finsbury. It's got to be something that you get from a fast food chain. Do you see, is it? Feel a scout, you don't get that from a fine. <laughs> oh, oh, I see, Chief. <laughs> Send him down. But, Owie, mm? this is a four chop job. What do you fancy? Lamb, I think, Owie. Lamb. Lamb, very well done to you. <laughs> What's your favourite book, Finsbury? Let's Student Diary 1984. <laughs> it had a whole page with all of Henry VIII's wives on. Divorce beheaded died. Divorce beheaded survived. Divorce beheaded. Divorce beheaded. Divorce beheaded survived. Boy, Harry, did you know that there's enough poison in a crab to kill one of Henry VIII's wives? I do now. Send him down. And off he goes there. Amazing, though, isn't it? The changes that they're making to Radio Three, isn't it? Mm. Just trying to bump up the listening figures. Good morning and welcome to Radio 3. And first, a quick rundown on some of today's highlights. Wednesday sees a return for our popular happy hour when between five and six, all spirits are half price and women are allowed in free. <laughs> Don't forget, all through November, we've got our bottle of Thunderbird for a pound promotion. This Wednesday, there's a lunchtime stripper with free plowmans. Now on Radio 3, last week's karaoke winner, Alan Greenhalge with Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. <laughs> I'd recognise that sound anywhere. It's death warmed up and cooled down and warmed up and cooled down, warmed up and cooled down herself. Nana Hill! Welcome, Nan. 
her! She's kissing me! Blimey, she's got the hider in a fond embrace. Shall I try and prize him apart? No one can save him now. Blimey, she does have a powerful kissing. Affirmative, Martin. The elderly prey on the young, kissing them. For it's believed amongst elderly circles that saliva contains tiny amounts of the elixir of life, Savlon. <laughs> test driving this week, my benzodiazepine pensioner. Lamb of Council. Ah, yes. <laughs> Lamb of Council, a difficult beast to tame, Nana. How does she handle? It's got a tight little turning circle that costs an absolute fortune to run. <laughs> Points out of ten, Nana. Ninety-nine, ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Uh... Tock ice. Very well done to you. <laughs> Tock ice, I think, Harry, because it's great for poll tax dodging. <laughs> Jolly good. Jolly good. Now then, Nana, age? Eighty-two. Occupation? Kissing tramps. <laughs> Cheers, I'm up, Harry. Nana Hill, chief gibbon mascot for Whipsnade. <laughs> what have been your magic moments? The alarm clock of life ticks faithfully on. I hope it don't go off early. But I still regret, and have not returned yet, that Versace dress of Liz Hurley's. <laughs> the gold safety pins were straining as I walked round the Tesco's in real. As I got to the checkout, me top burst open and she rung up me tits on the till. She must have read me wrinkles as a barcode. <laughs> as she revs up her kidneys, turbo boosts her liver and disappears aboard Lambeth Council. Well, as you know, we have very close ties here in the fruit corner with our Dutch counterparts. Harry van der Hill und his Frikadekoen. <laughs> the Dutch version franchised out last year. A lot of interest from telly, a lot of interest from telly. Can we have a quick... A quick excerpt from that, please. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, da do like da do to be Harry van der Hill und us fricke de Koon. Examund maus. Wer? Wat du die beer? Aber komm, das die fricke de Koon is de mother. Hier, da, da. Da bin mir, bin mir, bin mir runter, schön der Rand Hilga. Oh, I'm a tulip and be mandy. Well, I think that's enough of that. You get the idea of sort of. She has a lovely kiss, Harry, doesn't she? Oh, sorry? Nana, she's firm, but at the same time, gentle. Hang on a minute. That, that wasn't your first kiss, was it, Martin? Harry, how would I know if I was in love? Simple, Martin. When you're in love with an elderly woman, watch your friends. Watch your friends. Watch your friends. When you're in love with an elderly woman, She's got a pension book. Got a pension book. Got a pension book. I just wondered if you had any objections to me taking her out for a nice hedgehog supper at the Horn of Plenty. You be my guest, Martin. But Martin, you know, don't you, that her first husband died in her arms. Mm. Well, she strangled him. <laughs> Hello? Harry, James Horn. James Horn, my accountant. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm on me mobile, Harry. Mobile? Yes, it's great fun hanging around from it. And I can still just about reach your phone. <laughs> Can't talk for long, as I may fall off. Tell young Martin that that meal with elderly date is not a meal. No! No! It's full service and valeting of company motor vehicle, full rebore of four-pot engine, replacement of all four main toggle four pulleys, and selection of mixed order. You follow Harry, you get my gist, are you with me? Ah! <laughs> Hello, James? Hello? Sorry, Harry, I fell off my mobile. <laughs> Where are you, James? I'm standing next to you, Harry. Sorry about that, Harry, but <laughs> I diverted in front of you, then in front of me, then I rah, which <laughs> frightened you, which frightened me, and then so on. Well, you know, it was a hundred years ago today that a young Scottish scientist working in the Scottish area of Britain first... <laughs> First ever broadcast the first ever episode of Quidsy. <laughs> I think we've got a tape of that coming up now. Well, Quincy, it looks like a clear case of suicide. Oh, oh no, it Look. It's murder! Oh, no, it's murder! Suicide! Murder! Suicide! Murder! Murder! Suicide! Let's call the whole thing off! Now, of course, the sound of Suzanne Vega bouncing up and down on the trampoline. He's silly, isn't he? Suzanne because he's not concentrating on what he's doing. And there's a risk he might bounce awkwardly and land on that hard bit around the outside of the trampoline. I am sitting in the Nasty. I'd recognize that sound anywhere. It's Nana Hill. I want to hold your nan. <laughs> Rose for the lady, Rose for the lady. Cockles, Nana. Come on, you like a cockle. Cockle off! Put up your, put up your force field, Nana. <laughs> I'll never forget that kiss. Well, look, why don't you kiss Jackie the monkey here? She's always up for a bit of slap and tickle. <laughs> what kind of monkey do you think I am? <laughs> Train seeking. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, but I missed Master Chef. They should tell you about the double push risk. <laughs> Would you like fries with that? King Cole, Nat. <laughs> That's the sound that tells me it's time for our special celebrity guest. Who's it to be, Bert? Please be upstanding for Mr. Richard O'Sullivan! Richard, welcome. Thank you, Harry. Uh, just read from the card, Richard. He gets them all to do it. 
Harry Hill. I don't believe it. You know, I've dreamt of this day for years, and now it's actually happening. Not at all, Richard. Don't worry. He's just a prat, basically, Richard. <laughs> I'll be glad to see the end of him, to be honest. Now, you're probably best remembered for your work on the Beatles limericks. <laughs> uh, yes, Harry, they, they did write some lovely limericks. I'm, I'm thinking here particularly of uh, A Day in the Life, which, of course, is a conceptual statement about the structure of the pop album or the artifice of the studio or the falsity of the recorded performance as a pop wasteland, if you will. A song... <laughs> A song not of disillusionment with life itself, but of disenchantment with the limits of mundane perception. It depicts the real world as an enlightened construct that reduces, <laughs> depresses, and, and ultimately destroys. Hence, hence the sighing tragedy of the verses is redeemed by the chorus which becomes the focus of the song. In short, Harry, the message is that life is a beautiful dream and we have the power, as dreamers, to turn it on. But you're also in Man About the House, weren't you? <laughs> That's right, man. And Robin's Nest, of course. Catany Robins, Richard. <laughs> Uh, no, Bert, you misunderstand. See, Robin was the name of the character I played, who ran a cafe called Robin's Nest, you see. Oh. Did you catch any Robins, though? No, 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 no. no you see, don't understand. I... Did you catch any Robins? Don't upset him, Richard. He's got a nasty temper. Yes, Bert, I caught hundreds of nests and Robins. Well... <laughs> No, Bert, you've done that. You've done that, Bert. All right, just go and go back to your nest. <laughs> Sorry about that, Richard. Now, now then, um, this nest you built, what did you line it with? No, Harry, it was a restaurant. <laughs> what is this Robin fixation of yours, anyway? Hey, they're already sitting pretty with all that Christmas card modelling work, aren't they? <laughs> now, look, Harry, now, all of you, look. If you take the Robin off the Christmas cards... Now, with our lax bird migration laws, what's to stop a brightly coloured foreign bird like a parrot or a cockatiel from coming over and muscling in? Now, is that what you want? You want Christmas cards with a great parrot on the front? <laughs> I mean, is that what you want? Come on, is it? Is it? He's got a point, you know. <laughs> Hang on, man about that. Man of the house, it wasn't even a proper house. It was a flat you're sharing. It was a flat in a house. What about the two girls? It should have been man and two girls about the flat. That's what they should have been. But please, can we drop all this man about the house stuff? You know, it's really, seriously, a long time ago, and I'm frankly fed up with it. There's a song you want to sing, isn't there? Oh, at last. Well, yes, Harry, there is a little song I'd like to do. It's... Is a powerful modern music genre that, that I have a strong affinity with. And it is? House music, Harry. <laughs> hey, little hen, when, when, when will you lay me an egg? My dear, 
Hello? Have you been playing with my monkey? Um. <laughs> Jackie, I, I think it's for you. <laughs> Hello, darling. <laughs> well, just time to see if we've any results. <laughs> oh, chief scientist and chopaholic, Finsbury Park. Today, me and me, they surely do. How did you get on? Well, I pummeled him flat like a Venus schnitzel and tried to fax him to hell. Yes. But unbeknownst to me, in turning it on, I'd done a double push and turned it back off again. Oh. Two hours I was waiting by that machine. Oh, what are the chances of that happening, eh? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Harry Hill and the family Hill. Yes, I've done it, I've done it. Written by and starring Harry Hill. With Bert Clock, Edna Dore, Al Murray, Martin Heider, Matt Bradstock, and our special guest, Richard O'Sullivan. <laughs> Music by Cliff Ranger and the Cliff Ranger Singers. The producer is Young Magnuson.